the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising this is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We've been sharing a powerful message with you that I really hope is being a blessing to you. It's called Our Response to the Word. God wants to do great and wonderful things in each and every one of our lives. Great and wonderful things that will cause us to live a great and wonderful life. God shares in His Word what He wants to do for me and you. He tells us about the awesome opportunities to receive and achieve all the great and wonderful things that are available to me and you. But please notice, I said opportunities. Opportunities because they don't automatically happen. There's something that has to happen for them to happen. What has to happen for them to happen is our responding properly to the word. Regardless of what God's word says can happen for us, if we don't respond properly to the word that we've heard, none of it will ever happen for us. That's why it's so important, brothers and sisters, that we respond properly to the word God sends to me and you. So we can actually have happen in our lives what God sent in his word that he do. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Our Response to the Word. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Whoever is anointed by God is going to bring you wisdom and understanding. Whoever is anointed by God to be able to help you out of your situation is anointed to bring you wisdom and understanding. That word wisdom right there is talking about knowing exactly what to do. Exactly what to do. Wisdom isn't generally what to do. It's exactly what to do. God will share with you exactly what to do. He will send an anointed man or woman of God and you can tell whether or not they're anointed that by the time you walk out of the door, have you heard in various areas and various areas of your life exactly what to do? I said exactly. To the point where as you walk out, I mean, just pinpoint accuracy on what to do to be able to step into the awesome things that God has planned for you. What to do, what to do, what to do. Because wisdom is going to bring you that. It's going to bring you exactly what to do. But notice this. Every one of these is done in conjunction with something else. Notice, go, go, go back to Isaiah chapter 11, verse 3, well, verse 2. It says that it's the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Which means along with the wisdom is going to come understanding because God's just not going to give you exactly what to do, but you don't know when to do it. He's not going to give you what to do and you don't know how to do it because it's going to come with wisdom and understanding. It's going to be locked in together. That understanding is knowing exactly how and when to do it. So he's going to come with the spirit of wisdom and understanding, which is going to give you exactly what to do, how to do it and when to do it. That's shouting ground. I don't know whether you know that or not. That's shouting ground. Because, see, that's what stops most of us from being able to receive what God has in store for us because we don't know what to do. And, we don't, and when we know what to do, we don't know when to do it. 
And if we know when to do it, we don't even know how to do it. But God's going to come with a word that's going to share with you what to do, when to do it, how to do it. He's going to break that thing right on down for you so that there's nothing stopping you from receiving what it is he has in store for you. Because he's anointed to help you get out of your situation. He's anointed to set you free. He's anointed to set you out. So he's going to bring you wisdom and understanding. That's why when you're looking for a man or a woman of God to be a pastor, you're looking for somebody that can bring you wisdom and understanding because otherwise they ain't anointed. I'm teaching real good right now because we misuse the word anointed more than we understand. We think it because it's anointed. It was anointed because it thrilled me. No, that's not what makes it anointed. Does it bring you wisdom and understanding that will set the captives free, give you what God has in store for you and provide you everything that it is God has in store for you? If if it's not, it ain't anointed because when it's anointed, it's smeared with the Holy Ghost to be able to bring these things to you. That's wisdom and understanding what to do, when to do it, how to do it, what to do, when to do it, how to do it. Every time you hear a message, you're supposed to walk away with a little bit more about what to do when to do it, how to do it. Because if you didn't, either you wasn't plugged in or the message wasn't anointed. One or the other. Not only does he come with wisdom and understanding, but he comes with counsel and might. So he's coming to give you counsel and might. That word counsel means the plan. Everybody say the plan. God is the man with the plan. He comes to give you the plan. He comes to give you advice. Everybody say advice. Because that's also in that word counsel. It's advice. God's big enough and bad enough to make you do anything he wants to do. Are you listening to me? Yes, he can. He'll make you say uncle. Are you listening to me? He can jack you, pull your breath up out your body and hold it just long enough so that you just have just enough wind to say, okay. And then so you say, okay. And then he let you breathe again because God's like that. God can lift you up to 50,000 feet without an airplane and say, get saved or drop. Praise God. The most folk will be, I, I, okay, I can save, I can save. Because God could do it, but God doesn't do that. He can, but he doesn't. He gives advice. This is a deep concept. Because folk walk around, God, just, just make this happen for me. God said, no, I'm going to give you advice. I'm going to share with you a word that's going to give you advice. And I'm going to tell you what to do. I'm going to tell you how to do it. I'm going to tell you when to do it. I'm going to give you advice. Whenever God comes to you, he's coming to give you advice. Why? Because I'm going to share with you what you need to know to be able to receive what I have in store for you. But see, advice can be accepted or rejected. Come on now. When we did the example, my man would not receive the advice that I was trying to give him about how to be able to get that same paint that he used for a dollar a can rather than a hundred dollars a can because he wouldn't receive the advice. And I don't even want to get into how many of us don't receive the advice that God brings us. Many times it's because of who he bringing through, who you talking to. Forget that. It's what word is being spoken to you. This is advice that's coming from God. What difference does it make? Are you listening to me? And we, and see, and see, and see, can, can I talk? And, and see, because see, the problem is, is most of us don't think God know what he's doing. Most of us don't think God know what he's doing. Most of us think that, you know, you know God's just, you know, another person. It's just your opinion. It's just what you think about it. That's why I had you turning in the Bible so you can see that this ain't no opinion. It's exactly what he has to say. God's coming to give you advice. Why? Because if you heed advice, you'll get blessed. If you don't heed advice, you won't get blessed. There's counsel he's coming with, which is going to give you the plan. It's going to give you advice. Watch this now. It's going to give you the plan. It's going to give you advice. And he's going to give you cunning. Cunning. Cunning? Yeah, cunning. I'm talking about Christian cunning. Christian cunning. Not the world's cunning. You know that cunning, that lie? Tell you that you're going to be someplace that you ain't. Because you already know that the folk that you with is going to say no. You 
don't know how folks lie. Amen. Don't nobody want to say nothing again. Amen. <laughs> Y'all just like leaving a brother out here. You know, tell your boss, <coughs> I'm not feeling good today. <coughs> I think <coughs> I need a <coughs> sick day. <coughs> so if I'm feeling good tomorrow, I'll be in. Quit. That's cunning. That's from the wrong end. Are you listening to me? I'll be over my girlfriend's house. <laughs> you know how we do. Come on now. Both sides playing each side against the middle. Parents separated. One child tell one parent, I'm going to be over the other one's house. And they'll tell the other one, I'm going to be over the other one's house. And they over Rolo's house. Are you listening to me? Hanging out with Rolo. Ow, we move on. But this is good. When he gives you the plan, the advice, and the cunning, he doesn't just give you the plan and advice and the cunning by itself. Somebody ask me why? why? Because most people will say, I can't do that. Uh-uh, that's too much. Uh-uh. That's too much. You understand? I was raised on the wrong side of the track. I don't have enough education. I don't have enough knowledge. I don't have this. I don't have that. Uh-uh. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. Be like, love your spouse. I can't do it. God said, just, just be quiet. I tried. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> I just had to tell them about themselves. Look what comes coupled with, with counsel. Might. That word right, right there is talking about the power to accomplish the plan. He comes not only with the plan, but he also comes in his hand with the power to accomplish the plan, which means that every time gives you a, God gives you a word, he gives you a can do. Every time he gives you a word, he gives you a can do right along with it. In such a way as he tells you the plan and then gives you the ability to fulfill the plan. Tells you the plan, gives you the ability to fulfill the plan. That's off the hook right there. Because when God, as soon as you know God said it, it automatically means you can do it. As soon as you know he said it, it automatically means you could do it. Because if he said it to you, you can do it. If God say flee fornication, easiest thing in the world can do. I got flesh. You got to understand. No, I understand. The Bible said flesh profit of nothing. Amen. Praise God. Well, you, I got needs. I got needs. Quit being so needy. That's the fierce day. If God said you could do it, you could do it. And see, this is good because if God said you can have it, you can have it. God said you could be a millionaire in the billionaire church. You can be a millionaire in the billionaire church. And don't say you can't do it. Yes, you can do it. You just, the question is whether you accept it or reject it, whether you receive it or deny it. Will you do it or not do it? That's the only question because once God said it, it's automatically able to be done. Come on now. Remember Pete? Pete? Yeah, Pete, Pete. Remember Pete? Pete was in the middle of a boat, middle of a storm, rocking and reeling till the break of dawn. And, and then, and then, Jesus was out on the water. He said, if it be thou, you bid me to come out on the water. Jesus then turned around and said, come. Stop for a second. Let's check his resume. See whether or not he got any experience at walking water. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Yep, yep. There it is. Experience at walking water. First, he walked on in a couple bath, did, did a couple bathtub waters, and then he did some puddles, and then he did some streams and some brooks and some ponds, and before he made it up to the Sea of Galilee. No, no experience whatsoever. So he could have started, I can't do this. Nope. In that word was all the necessary thing to say, yes, you can. Just do what I tell you to do. Come, you can walk this water. Did he have a physical ability to be able to pull it off? 
Let's see, how much did he weigh? About 175, 180, praise God. That's way too much. Because the moment he step on water, he going through. I don't care if he weighed a pound. He step on water, he going through. Are you listening? Because he doesn't have a natural ability to pull it off. Is his feet webbed? Like a duck? Whereas he could just, <laughs> even they go under the water, praise God, and they, they paddle. Are you listening to me? He has no natural ability to be able to do it. But when that word comes, he gives, God puts his super on top of his natural to give him now the ability to do what he couldn't do before. So when God gives you the plan, don't you worry about whether you did it before. Don't you worry about whether or not, you know, uh, uh, you, you, you had skills in it before. Well, I ain't never did this before. So only question is, are you going to receive or reject what God has to say? Because if you accept it, God will give you the ability to do it. Because included in every word is a can do. There'll be a can do that'll live big on the inside of you. When you receive what God has to say. Amen. Come on up in here. Amen. Come on up in here. Amen. Yes, it can. Amen. God say forgive. I ain't doing it. I'm going to slap the taste out their mouth next time I see them. <laughs> but as soon as God says forgive, there's a can do that's living on the inside of you. So when you see them, the taste can remain in their mouth. Because you won't slap it out. Are you listening to me? Because you can forgive. If God said forgive, forgive. I just don't want to. See, now you think you know more than he do. Now you're rejecting what he is he has to say. But if you do it, you just trust what he has to say and do what he has to say, it'll work for you. Because he gives you wisdom, understanding. He gives you counsel and might. Look what else he gives you, along with his counsel and might. He gives you knowledge and fear of the Lord. Knowledge and fear of the Lord. Look at those two that are coupled together. I like the one, knowledge. Let's start with that one. Knowledge right there means awareness awareness. That might not mean a lot to you, but trust me, brothers and sisters, this is big. This one here is huge because he gives you awareness because most Christians are not even aware. They don't even want to believe it. Fat meat greasy. Are you listening to me? They standing in the middle of destruction and don't even know it because they can't even tell what's going on around them. Got no awareness. They said none. None. They just like just sitting there. Dodi, oh, dodi, oh, do. I just do what I want to do. I just do it. I just do it because I feel like it. I just do it because I feel like it. And no idea. The destruction is rolling down on them. Are you listening to me? And they just think everything's fine. Praise God. Dodi, oh, do. I'm a Christian. I'm saved. Everything's going to be fine. Praise God. <laughs> the devil got you in his crosshairs because we ain't got no awareness. We don't even understand what's going on. We don't, we don't, we don't even understand. I, I mean, I, I, we don't even understand. I got to go to the movie ministry just for a second. I was watching Godfather the other day, Godfather 1. And see, the first Godfather, he had all kind of awareness. His son, Fredo, he's a little weak. He's just a little weak. He's a little, little soft. And no awareness. Now, his job was to protect his father. Stand outside the car. When his father come out the building, be ready. Keep you looking around. So if anything happen, you pull your gun and get them before they get you. Father went over to buy some fruit. Fredo ain't got no awareness. Stepped up, got in the car. You gonna get some fruit? Okay, dad. Do, do, do. And he got in the car, closed the door. <laughs> Men came around the corner to bust a cap all up in uh, Godfather number one. Praise God. And Fredo didn't even know what was going on until after the bullet started. Bullets flying all over the place and he trying to figure out what happened. Come out the car, fumbling with his gun, dropped the gun, fell all over. Father getting shot all up and he just sitting there. Don't know what to do. Don't know how to handle nothing. Then when his father was there leaking all over the place, like fell all off the car, leaking and stuff like that. He still don't know what to do. He just sit down by his father and start crying. <laughs> Holding his gun. Look at his gun. Like, 
punk. Ain't got no, don't even know what's going on. But his father, as soon as his father was over there buying fruit, he heard these men come around the corner. He turned around and looked. He saw their feet speed up. He took off running toward the car. Why? Because he could realize something was about to go down because he had the awareness. See, a lot of us are the ones that don't have any idea what's going on. We sitting over in the corner someplace, just do old do playing around and stuff like that. And we, you know, playing around. Had no idea what's happening. You about to get took out. You about to lose your relationship. Some of y'all are like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> but you need to know what God's got to say about it and match what God has to say. You about to get fired. You already know. You just because they ain't said nothing to you, you think, I, I got passed. I got over. I lied again and they didn't even know it. They ain't got no awareness. Clueless. Clueless in San Antonio. God's trying to get folk to hit a clue by giving them awareness so that you can even be able to recognize what's going on. You can be able to feel the breeze. You can be able to recognize what's happening. You can tell when God's moving this way, when God's moving that way. You can tell when God's not moving. You can know why he's not moving. You can understand what does it take to get him to start moving? What does it take to get in his flow? You'll know because you got awareness. And see, coupled with that is the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord. Because, can I talk, can I talk, most of Christianity, I declare in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, not up in here, but most of Christianity has lost their fear of God. We've got no fear, we got no awe, we got no respect. We play God like, just like he Joe Bloke. He just, you know, he like Raul down the street, you know. I might talk to him, might not talk to him. God try to talk to us, we look on our call ID, be like, it be like God. We be like, no, not right now, you just close it up, put it over to the side. Somebody say, no, who is that? God trying to talk to me, but... You know, take a number. I'll get around to him. We done lost our respect for God. We got, I mean, you stop, stop and think for a second. This is the God of the universe. I ain't talking about Jimmy that you went to school with. I'm talking about the God of the universe, who is like the number one entity in the universe. Amen. Who wants to talk to you? Who wants to share with you information that'll benefit you? Who extends his hand into your life so that you can be able to go to high levels with him? And we play him off like he Joe Bloke? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think about it. God said, here, come, just come follow me. Do what I tell you to do. Hey, I don't know. Look, why? 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 We're talking to God. <laughs> why? Give me, give me, give me. I want a sign. Show me why I need to do it. Can you, can, ah, this is, like, this is like the very God. See, we need our respect for God back. In fact, can I talk? Can y'all, can y'all handle this? In the Old Testament, the word fear, many of the times in the word Old Testament did not stop at all in respect. It was terror. Because most of us ain't scared of God. Most of us think, well, this is my life. You've already confused. It's not your life. That's his breath in your body. That body is his, bought with a price. And when we start getting on respect, I mean, I was watching, I'm almost through. I was watching, you know, I got a TV ministry too, praise God. I was watching SpongeBob SquarePants the other day. SpongeBob anointed. Y'all just don't know SpongeBob anointed. I was watching SpongeBob SquarePants the other day. Amen. And it was an, it, it played to what I'm talking about right here. When I turned it on, SpongeBob was running down the, the sea's floor, the, the floor of the sea, running with everything he had. 
jumping over stuff. I mean, I mean, he was just running and running and running. And he's like, I got to get there. I got to get there. I got to get there. And he was just running. And when he got there, you know, to the place where he worked, you know, at the Krusty Krab, praise God. <laughs> he went through the door and he like jumped in the air in slow motion. And you saw the clock. It said nine o'clock. And he had his ticket in, the, you know, from, you know, his, his, his punch in ticket. Yeah, punch card. And he had it flying in the air. And he was like trying to time it. But as he got ready to hit the thing, as soon as his car got ready to go in, it said 901, and then he hit it. SpongeBob bust out crying. <laughs> I'm late. Oh my God, what's going to happen to me? I'm late. Uh. And then he went and started trying to do stuff in order to be able to impress his boss. You know that big old crab that he worked for? He's trying to do stuff to be able to impress his boss and stuff like that. Why? Because he's like, I don't want him to find out I was late. I don't want him to find out I was late. It was like, oh, my God, I was late. I don't know what to tell. And then when he said, SpongeBob, I'd like to talk to you. SpongeBob broke out. I'm so sorry. I was late. I was late. I'll just never do it again. I promise I'll never do it again. I know you're going to fire me. I know you're going to get rid of me because I was late. One minute. Now, see, it was funny while we was watching that. But there's a point I want to get out of today. He had so much respect for his boss that it even moved into a fear to the point that he said, I don't even want to be late, that he changed his actions to make sure he ain't late, adjusted himself to make sure that he met up with the rules that whatever his boss was trying to prescribe to him in terms of what time to be there. Now, see, many of us, we'd have been like, I get there when I get there. You know, we doing curfews and stuff like that when we was kids. My curfew is what? I get there when I get there. Curfew passed by an hour and a half and then we call. Well, she said, uh-uh, you wouldn't raise that? You, you feeling me, right? We supposed to have been at work a while back and stuff like that. And we said, I guess I'll go in. God said, here, do this. I guess I'll do it two weeks later, two years later. Well, I guess I'll go do what God said do. And then when we do it, we do it like it's a problem. <laughs> Ask me where I'm going. Ask me. Where are you going? Man, I got to do what God said. God told me to do this. And I got to do it. <sighs> you know, we act like it's a problem to do what God said. <sighs> Obviously, it caused asthma attacks, too. <sighs> Word coming, folk looking off in another direction. They go preach it over again. (laughs) (sighs) 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 We ain't got no respect for God. That when my man told him, he said, don't worry, SpongeBob, I won't fire you. He was like, thank you, thank you, thank you. He like thankful just because he ain't getting fired. Thank you. I'll, I'll make it up to you, I'll make it up to you. How many of us feel that way in relationship to God? That we're thankful that he even still wants to be a blessing in the midst of our lives. And we're doing what we can. Now, you ain't got to do nothing to make up nothing for God. Let me, you know, hurry up before we start going off into some of them false religions or misrepresented religions. Blessed be his name. Some of them just misrepresented. Start teaching you that you need to do something. You know, like go get your rosary out and say 177 Hail Marys because you was late one minute. Don't get mad at me while I'm talking. I'm teaching real good right now. That's a works mentality. And plus that, it makes your fingers sore after all that praise. 
on them rubbing beads and all that kind of stuff. Don't get mad at me while I'm teaching real good. Go get all them. Hail Marys are nice. Well, do as many as you want to. But it ain't necessary. It ain't in the book. And the Bible says it has all things that pertain unto life and godliness. And if it, it, what does all mean? What's left after all? Which means that if it ain't in the book, it ain't got nothing to do with life and godliness, right? It's that flesh that profits nothing. So you rub all the beads you want to. I'll get you some extra ones and stuff like that. Because you rub, rub all the paints off the ones you have. I'll get you some extra. Just come check with a brother after service and say, I'm, my, my, my beads is kind of wore out. I'll get you some new ones. But it still don't profit nothing. We ought to get our fear of the Lord back. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We hope that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. Saints of the Most High God, I really hope that you're hearing what the word has to say about the importance of our response to the word. I hope that you're learning the need to respond properly to the word that God shares with me and you. God's word clearly says that he's willing and wanting to do it. But our proper response to what his word says will determine whether or not it'll actually happen for me and you like he said it would do. So come on, y'all. Let's learn to respond properly to God's word that he shares with me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. If you're in or visiting San Antonio and surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And don't forget, we have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. That'll pick you up at home and then drop you off at home after the service. So, if you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be more than glad to come and get you. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 